Hey everybody, welcome to the Blue Ridge Church of Christ podcast. My name is Phil Bruns. Thank you so much for taking time from your day to be with us. Hey, do you feel like you need a boost? Feel like you need a recharge? Well, you're not alone. And today we're excited to start a series looking at the first century followers of Jesus to help with with lessons with just that. It's Live Free and 23 coming up next. You know, as we look at Acts chapter 1, it's a new beginning. The followers of Jesus were all together, coming together. Jesus had just gone to the cross. He had died in his earthly life and was raised again from, from the dead. And they saw him and witnessed all of this, but now he was gone and they were together. Put yourself th- there. What would it have been like? What was said? What would be the feelings? What were the emotions? Would you be scared? Would you be sad? Would you be looking forward to the future? Did they see it as an end, or did they see it as a beginning? Perhaps some were were scared, some wanted to hunker down and just stay inside, maybe some anticipating the promises that Jesus had given them to be fulfilled. Maybe some fearful, hopefulness, sadness that the teacher was gone, an anxiety of what was laying ahead. It was says that they were together constantly in prayer. Well, what did they pray about? It wasn't that long ago that they were asking Jesus himself to teach them how to pray, and now they are together finding themselves in prayer like never before. Perhaps a bigger question here lies in why were they there? Why were they together? What brought them together? Jesus was actually gone now. Their teacher, their Messiah had left them. Why did they immediately go back to fishing or go back to tax collecting? Why didn't they just go back to their homes and go back to their livelihoods and go back to who they were before Jesus came? You know, there wasn't very many of them, though. You know, compared to the many that followed him from one time to another, the many that he had teached, the many that uh, were there when he turned just a couple of fish and a few loaves of bread into you know, f- uh, food to feed an, uh, thousands of people. There was actually just a few of them that would actually become followers of Jesus. Most of the people that had heard Jesus, most of them that had received the food or saw his, his uh, miracles of healing of people, and had made other choices along the way. In fact, in John 6, we see several people that walk away. They give up. But these people in Acts chapter 1, something was different. Something brought them together. Well, amongst other things, I think they got the idea of being free. Being free, not in the political sense, but in the spiritual sense. You know, Jesus was the key here in John chapter 14. In verse 5, we read that Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. They knew that Jesus was their key. They believed it. They were convinced of that, that Jesus was the key. There was nothing that was going to take that idea away from them. But they also got the idea that they, in fact, were living free. And I think that drove them. They remembered the words that Jesus had told them in John chapter 8. In verse 31, it says that to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teachings, you really are my disciples. 
then you will know the truth and the truth will in fact set you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and we have never been slaves to anyone. How can you say that we shall be set free? Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son, capital S, if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Free indeed. I'm sure many of us listening have experienced that in one way or another. What about the day you maybe graduated high school or maybe a day you had another graduation of university or, or even you know kindergarten uh, graduation. Graduation day is great. You see people toss their hats in the air because it's so f a fantastic finally be done with the hard work that you had been doing. Or how about paying that last car payment, paying your car off. That's such a good feeling. And if you're not there, someday when you pay your car off, you know what? It's going to be feel great. But being free from any debt or free from work when you retire and don't have to, to work anymore, that you have all the finances that you need. They're all great because you have regular responsibility to dress whatever it is. But then when you're free, you know, you're, 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 you're free from that. Whether it's a car payment, whether it is work, whether it is uh, school work, whatever it may be, being free from whatever that responsibility is, is a good, good feeling. So today we start our series at the beginning here of 2023, our series entitled Live Free in 23. Now, obviously, that's applicable to any time. But it's a catchy title for right now as we, we, we begin 2023. To live free. To live free. Who would not want that? You know, even Peter himself, who was there in, in Acts chapter 1. You know, later on, 30 some years later, later in Peter's life, he writes in 1 Peter chapter 2. He directs the people to live as free people. Live as free people. That's how we should conduct ourselves. You know, we're simple in the sense that we get kind of used to, to the environments we are in. We get, uh, we get accustomed to what's around us. And, you know, two things can happen. One, we can lose perspective when we lose appreciation of the environment we're in. You know, a few years ago, we had friends over at our house and our house was within a, uh, a mile of a theme park, a smaller theme park that had, that had a you know, nice set of roller coasters and, and other rides. It was very popular in the area that we lived, but it was kind of by itself. And it was, we had the visual from our house. We could see it, but it was just a simple, simple theme park. And our friends had come to visit us, and they had a 10-year-old daughter who was having fun and enjoying herself, and, and, uh, and she had driven past the theme park. She didn't even go to it, but she had driven past it and seen it from the highway. And she was so excited about that that she wanted to move to where we lived. Our friends were from several states away, and they were just visiting. And she had seen this theme park, and she's like, Oh, man, how great would it be to live here next to the theme park? 
Well, her perspective had changed a little bit because she was actually from Orlando, Florida. Orlando, that Orlando, where Disney World is, where Epcot is, where SeaWorld is, and on and on and on and on, the, the center of theme parks. That's where she was from. She had lost perspective a little bit. So we can lose that perspective. And number two, we can sometimes just let something else enticing get in the way of our environment, of what we're used to. You know, a study shows that 70% of lottery winners go broke in five years. 70%. They lose a sense of what they had. They lose a sense of who they are and how to live. And, of course, then what follows is they don't spend very wisely. And 70% go broke in just a few years. Well, this can happen spiritually as well. And that is why Peter is reminding the people, the readers, the listeners then, and for us now in 1 Peter chapter 2, to live as free people. You see, if you're a Jesus follower out there, sometimes you can just get kind of accustomed to the environment that you're in. And next thing you know, you're growing actually somewhat stagnant. And you, because you grow comfortable, again, in the environment that you're in. And Peter is reminding us to live as free people. But it's not just Peter. There's several references to living free throughout the New Testament from Paul. I ask the question again, do you find yourself ready to kickstart yourself this year or at this time? And going back to the followers in Acts chapter 1, the Jesus followers that we see, it was a new time for them. What was going to happen? What were they going to choose? Well, it might be a new year for you now or a new month. It certainly is a new day. And so it seems like a nice match to go back to them and see how they took on to live free. So maybe it's time for you to go back to the basics. Go back to the basics of being a Jesus follower to kickstart your spiritual life. Maybe it's time to take a, a fresh look at the scriptures and see what it means to be a Jesus follower. Maybe in some ways you feel a bit stagnant, that you just haven't grown. And you're missing those opportunities. Opportunities are going by, and the more opportunities go by, the more stagnant you feel. And of course, now we're coming out of the, the pandemic. Or maybe there's other uh, issues and other things going on in our culture that take away our feelings, our motivation from the cross. They get in the way. And you're not alone. I've talked to several people recently that want just those things, to go back to the basics, to have a fresh look at the scriptures that feel stagnant. But that is the great thing about God. Not only are you not alone, but God sees you and God sees us when we are weak, when we are not motivated, when we are stuck, when we are feeling stagnant. And so he offers solutions, reminders, encouragement, and inspiration throughout the word, including the few scriptures we've already looked at here. 
He offers mercy for us where we need it so that we can go on and live as free people. That is a huge part of the Old Testament. The long story of the on-again, off-again commitment of the Israelites to God that goes poorly. But at the end, God is always there throughout the up and down offerings of the Israelite. God is always the consistent offering hope to the people. It's a consistent offer all the way through the Old Testament, all the way to the cross and then beyond. You know, for our friend's daughter, her perspective, as mentioned, was off when it came to theme parks. She just needed to remind her that Orlando, Florida actually has all the parks that she would ever need, and then some. She was so used to where she was at, she had lost sight. She wanted something new, even though everything she needed was right there. You know, the lottery winners. Their sight gets clouded by something enticing. All of a sudden, there's a big uh, influx of cash that they're not used to. Something else has come along. And they can forget who they are, stay grounded and principled to their lives. So when I say live free in 23, or just to live free in general, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you to take to heart is that I want to live free in 23? Think about that this week. What burdens are you carrying? Do you feel a need to go back to the basics yourself of being a Jesus follower, a disciple yourself? Do you feel like you maybe have lost your love for God that you used to have? Are your glory days of Christianity back in the, in the mirror, back behind you? Maybe there's family pressure, work pressure, or school. How do those fit in with your walk with Jesus? Versus are they competing for your time? And you feel like they get in your way, and, or Jesus gets in their way, and you feel this battle that you swirl around in. Or maybe something else has come enticing, enticing you and enticing your life. Maybe your old nature and uh, you're, 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 you're resorting back to that and you're carrying guilt, you're carrying anger or some other emotions that are overwhelming. What are those burdens that you are carrying? Maybe it's something else. In Acts chapter 1, if the Son had set them free, then they were free indeed. It is no different for us and no less true. We're so excited to start this series, to live free in 23. We're going to look at those first century Jesus followers, those disciples that we see in the book of Acts. What empowered them? What voices did they have in their heads? What were their guiding principles? And how did being a Jesus follower interact with their life? What were their headwinds? And what about the naysayers that were in their lives? And what about all the distraction in the culture at that time? How did they work through that? 
So what ways do you identify with the folks in Acts chapter 1? What do you need to let go, to live free in 23? And what would you like to learn from our series coming up? Again, we're so excited to offer this as an introduction to the series heading forward, to live free in 23. So let's get it started next time. I hope that was helpful, and if you liked it and would like to hear more, please don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're in the Charlottesville area and would like to stop in and visit us at a Sunday service, please send us a note or visit our website at blueridgedisciples.org for more information.